This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Al-Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Hope you're having an incredible day wherever you're tuned in around the world. If you're tuned in from Saudi, if you're tuned in from the UAE, Dubai, London. Thank you so much, especially those who are tuned in on the Instagram live at Omar Al-Duri or at Pulse95 Radio. We got an amazing show ready for you today. We've spoken about racism in sport, but I want to go into it even deeper as Musa Marega storms off the field following being racially abused in the match between Porto and Guimaraes. Now, was he right to do so? And should he should his teammates have walked off the pitch with him? What would you do in that situation? Text us on 4215, hit the salat or do or slide into our DMs on Instagram at Omar Duri and let us know if your teammate was being racially abused in any sport that you play, would you try to stop him from walking off the pitch or would you walk off with him? In segment two, we are taking a trip around the world in the sport in one segment as we cover the exciting NBA All-Star game as emotional tributes are made for Kobe Bryant as It was very, very tributing for a lot of him and his family on what happened uh, following his helicopter crash. But it was more of a celebration than a mourning, which is what I liked. In segment three, we are covering a certain health and fitness book, which is coming out real soon, which you might take an interest to. It's called Reset. And in the final segment, our very own Abdul Karim from uh, the morning matches got a chance to head over to the tennis and interview Australian Open winner Karina Pliskova. We're going to talk about what's happening in the tennis world and also answering all your questions on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show, wherever you are tuned in around the world. If it's Pulse95Radio.com, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority app, or just 95FM on the radio. Thank you so much. What a week it's been already. We had David Caldwell on the show on Monday. The boxing coach was coached British, European, and world champion. What was cool about that interview is just getting the ringside view and perspective from a coach who's seen his fighter come from back from losses and celebrate world titles. Very, very cool to hear about the David Hay and Tony Bellew uh, fights and the obstacles they had to overcome in the ring and even at his daughter's schools. Um, that was really cool. Uh, what they had to go through because of the abuse that they got and you know, leading up to the fight, things get a little bit carried away, but it was really interesting how that became personal. Uh, one thing that may not be seen from this part of the world because we are blessed to be in a good environment is racism and growing up in the UK you know it can be very tough when when you are the minority and you're surrounded by uneducated people about race now what I mean about that is what may seem normal to some may not be for others I'm Iraqi and was born and raised in Britain 
Because I look Arabic, some may find that normal to racially abuse me because I don't look British. Things are obviously evolving now and a lot more advanced now in Europe. Unfortunately, this still exists across the sports world. And the most recent was in Portugal, as there was a football match going on between Porto and Guiamares. Now, Musa Marege, um, Marega sorry, received endless abuse from the Guimaraes fans and walked off the pitch during the game. His teammates tried their best to keep him on the field, but he had enough and walked off. Now, my question for all the listeners, what would you do if you were the teammate? Now, you received a lot of abuse racially. It's been happening the whole game. Would you try to keep him on the field or walk off with him? Text us on 4215, do or slide into the DMs on Instagram at Omar Duri because um, we are going live at the moment. And shout out to everyone who's tuned in live. You see, racism is just, you know, I feel very strongly about it. Obviously, I had to go through a little bit of it uh, in the UK, but racism isn't just in sport. Obviously, it's in society. And I've said many times that it has no place but are we doing enough though? You see, you see us discussing VAR weekly. Why don't we actually put VAR to use? And instead of looking at toenails and armpits being offside, why don't we use the technology to remove the ignorance caused by these people who disguise themselves as fans? Because let's face it, quite frankly, if you're going to a football match or you're going to a cricket match or you're going to a rugby match or any sport you follow, that has no place in it. So you're clearly not going to enjoy the event. It's to ruin the game. And nowadays, it's very rare. We don't have every race, ethnicity or religion in a team of players in the sport. So the chances are when the whistle goes, you're going to be fighting for each other. Why not stand together when situations like this happen? Ex-professionals have shared their opinions. Some saying, don't let them win and play on some saying, walk off together. But what are your thoughts? I want to hear from you guys. Do you walk off with your teammate and make a statement? Or are the fans winning because you've walked off and stopped the game because they haven't come for the game? I really want to hear from you guys. It's, it's a very, very interesting topic. And I was talking about it today with my physio. Shout out to Miffy, uh, who almost made me late for the show, by the way. I thought I'd just throw that in there. Um, but she didn't. I'm here and everything's cool. Um, what would you guys do? It's a, it's a very interesting topic. Footballers have been talking about it for years. It's happened all over the world. And now, I think at this time, it, it, you know, we can use a lot of these things that are implemented in everyday uh, sport to highlight these people and ban them for life from any stadium. And you know what? I don't believe in shaming people. I really don't. But when it comes to racism and when it comes to things where people are, are judged and put down, why don't we put those people's faces all over social media so they can never ever attend the game again or affect anyone or abuse anyone racially? That's just my opinion. Coming up next, we take a trip around the world as the NBA All-Star lights up. The boxing world is gearing up for the much-anticipated boxing rematch between Wilder and Fury 2. A new initiative is being announced in the UAE to get the students involved in the future of sports. And the European Champions League is back. Yesterday, Liverpool, Atletico Madrid were happening and PSG and Borussia Dortmund were on fire. On the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. 
Salam, welcome back to the halftime show. Um, now, I'm going to tone it down a little bit because the NBA was was hit hard recently with the news of Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and the family that lost their life in the helicopter crash. Very, very tragic. But on the plus side, the NBA All Star game was all about you know Kobe Bryant and his family and those people that you know lost their lives. And I like the fact we were celebrating their lives. Uh, it was uh, a very well organized game between. LeBron James and Yanis Ati, I'm trying to say this right, Anti Oku Empo. <laughs> Let's try saying that 10 times. But yeah, Team LeBron versus Team Yanis was happening, and it was a celebration of what an incredible sport basketball is. A sport that has flavor, swag, and a style which allows you to express yourself on the court. Now, Frank Vogel from the LA Lakers led out LeBron's team, and Nick Nurse from the Toronto Raptors led out Yanis' team. And it was really, really nice to see, you know, everyone getting together uh, and celebrating the lives of those that were lost. Now, of course, whenever you watch an All-Star game, it's not just the game you're watching, the slam dunks, the reactions of the crowd, the artists involved in the music, the competitive nature of the players, and of course, the stars from the NBA uniting to represent basketball. This had a little bit more to that, just because of the situation that's happened recently. Three-point uh, contest, skills challenge, and my favorite, the slam dunk contest were on show. Now, Derek Jones Jr. won the 2020 slam dunk contest. And for those that get to see these people fly, they fly up in the air. And that was really nice to see him win it. And the reaction is another thing, because obviously the more hype there is, the better. Um, Jennifer Hudson's performance emotionally. I just got to tell you, that's a round of applause for Jennifer Hudson, because her voice is incredible. And the way she she performed was amazing. Common, Common, the rapper, put together an educational rap. And, and that was really, really cool. You know, just kind of reliving NBA. Now, LeBron's team did win 157 to 155. And in the last quarter, you got to really see the competitive nature. Because this is supposed to be for a good cause. You know, there's a lot of charities involved. It's, it's a celebration. But those boys were going for it. <laughs> and you can see a lot of, you know, small things happening, which was really nice to see. Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks shooting and scoring in the final seconds of the second quarter from the halfway was just amazing. Uh, LeBron displaying why he's the king and Kawhi Leonard receiving the MVP 2020. So there was a lot of things happening in the game and sometimes sports has to take a little backseat to appreciate um, life, to be grateful for what we have and to be able to you know, just uh, just put things in perspective. And family, obviously, comes uh, comes first. And and just being able to have a family and create a family is is a beautiful thing. So I guess the message behind that was just being grateful for what you have and building what you do. And therefore, some people don't even have that. You know, and that was regarding the basketball. But regarding the boxing, Fury versus Wilder. What are your predictions? You know, for that, I'm gonna switch up the tunes and drop this. Because you know, the way that first fight went was crazy. Uh, Tyson Fury outboxed Wilder. And then Wilder came back with his bronze bomber right hand, which I don't know how the hell Tyson Fury got up from that. Um, a lot of things are coming into this fight. And coming into this fight, the ch you know, the change of styles, combinations, and even coaches. That's something you gotta you gotta bear bear in perspective that 
Tyson Fury's changed his coach and there's a lot of questions out here. Firstly, with the first fight and how it went, is that something, you know, that Tyson Fury has to change his coach? Um, will, you know, Deontay Wilder appreciate Tyson Fury's skills more now? And would he have studied the fight and implement more patience because he just wanted to knock him out from, you know, from the first round? So there's a lot of stuff in there that, to look at. What did Fury, why did Fury change coach? You know, Ben Davison was a very, very good coach and a, kind of a people's person as well. But he's now changed to Sugar Hill Steward. And is that Fury conceding that he was entirely convinced he won, even though the majority feel he did on the scorecard? And who's his new coach? Well, his new coach, ladies and gentlemen, is the nephew of Emmanuel Manny Steward, who passed away in 2012. Uh, of a legendary coach. Sugar Hill grew up around Stewart's famous Kronk gym in Detroit. Um, many, uh, Manny coached top heavyweights such as Lewis, Holyfield, and even Klitschko. Now, for those that don't know, Tyson Fury has worked with him before and visited his gym when he was like 21 years old. So he knows how much respect is on the name, uh, you know, of, of the coach. However, you know, he did do great with communicating and with getting things, you know, done in the first fight. But one thing I noticed Fury say is he said that the new coach is great at communicating with a fighter and talking over fights. So that may be the reason why he switched trainers to gain that edge on what we already know he has as a foundation. What is going to be the outcome? That's the million dollar question. To coincide, you know, with what has been said already, Tyson Fury won the first fight. How it was brought down to a scorecard, I have no idea. But Deontay Wilder's right hand, you know, destroyed uh, destroyed him in that part. You know, so I want to hear from you guys. Who's going to win the fight? Tyson Fury or Wilder in the second, re in the rematch for, uh, you know, who is the best out there at the moment. And speaking about best out there in the moment, I love it when... Uh, there's innovations and students are getting involved in initiatives. To coincide with the UAE Innovation Month in February, the UAE Pro League has announced the launch of its latest product, uh, project, the Creative Hub University Challenge. The project aims to create an opportunity for university students to come up with innovative ideas to develop football in their countries and support the growth um, of Pro League clubs. So let me know what you think of that. The, it's great to see people getting involved with that. But coming up next, I've got some exciting news with you on a book that's coming out of someone you might know very well if you listen to the Halftime Show. Uh, Reset is out and is launching this weekend. So stay tuned for more to find out on Reset on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Oh, he left the this is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble. Salam and welcome back to the Halftime Show. Now, I'm just taking a second out of your time to tell you thank you so much for tuning in wherever you are around the world. Shout out to Sam Ala and everyone who's tuning in on the Instagram live at Omar Duri uh, and Pulse95 Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, something I've got to share with you guys. Um, your host, the Halftime Show's host, uh, is launching a book and the book is called Reset. 
Uh, I don't want to give myself a round of applause, so I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to do the woohoo instead. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> no, exciting news, honestly, and I'm humbled to, uh, to have the support from the Pulse95 radio team here with me who uh, every day uh, inspire me and, uh, you know, help me to do better. Now, the exciting news is my book is officially being launched this weekend. For those that don't know, I've dedicated my life uh, to studying and coaching the mind and the body and the way it affects the soul as well. Now, I'm someone who, for those that don't know, has studied it, but also lived it and continue to do so every day. I don't claim to have all the answers, but thrive under helping others. And as coaches, you know, we dedicate our life to teaching, developing and bringing out the best in people. And whenever I get asked about Reset, you know, I always, I always talk about it, you know, um, from my heart because it means a lot to me. And, and whether it's grassroots level or the World Cup stage, I've been fortunate enough to work uh, with some of the best coaches in the world and some of the best people in the world. And at certain points, like my life-threatening car accident, which saw my life flash before my eyes, being in the darkest place an individual could be, which showed me uh, you know, a side of empathy when it comes to, to listening to those who battle mental health and um, to questioning what my purpose is on the planet when I came back from the World Cup, losing my facility, which gave me the opportunity to help many people. Sometimes we look at what we don't have rather than the beautiful mother who raised me, Fatima Alakil, or the beautiful family I'm starting with, my wife, Maria Khan. Um, Reset gave me the purpose to share this through a domino effect, which I believe others, uh, which I believe offers uh, a more holistic approach when it comes down to sustaining longevity and health and well-being. Now, when my training was right, my food was was the issue and my food was good. I wasn't allowing myself to recover. And when I felt the need to get out and reset my environment, I realized that it's the mindset that kickstarts all the above. And uh, we often hear it's nutrition versus training. But in fact, it's mindset that is controlling everything that we've mentioned so far. And it is almost like there's a controlling room and mindset leads all that. And Reset is a fitness simplified uh, book which you can take nuggets from the book from every chapter to make it your own. Health identified, which we sometimes neglect, whether we put our family first or our work, we don't give the TLC, we need to help make that sustainable and well-being multiplied because it affects everyone around us. Your energy, your vibe affects everyone around you, whether you notice it or not, they do. So if you show yourself the love that you deserve, Give yourself that TLC and work on yourself. Everyone around you gets mirrored exactly that vibe. And the book has a good energy about it and allows you to come away from the book with a gratitude journal at the end, which allows you to write down what you're grateful for. I chose domino in, dominoes in this book because it made the most sense when I had four out of five dominoes in my life, which were good, but one of them missing, which affected the chain reaction. That's what I believe life is. It's a chain reaction. Once you complete Reset the Book, becomes yours and the hashtag is my reset book because you have completed it and that is yours now to take the five dominoes are mental fitness and how important the mind is to reset fueling the body with nutrition as that plays a massive role in making it habitual training the body by training smart especially as there's so many opinions on the best way to train especially people say you have to train hard every day there's contrasting opinions on that Resetting your environment, which is so important when setting yourself goals with stress from work and all the pressures we have. Resetting your environment from how you start the day can make a big difference. And finally, 
recovery. Important enough to dedicate a chapter to, we sometimes feel it's not cool to think of prevention and recovery because we can keep going, but we don't realize the stress we put our bodies under in the long run. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Reset. Where can we get it? It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, iBooks, and Jamalon, to name a few. It's all yours, world. I hand that over to you, and that is my heart and soul into the book, so I hope you enjoy it. Coming up next, we answer your questions, have a look at what's happening uh, in the world of sport, and also give a few cheeky shout-outs to those who are tuned in on Pulse95Radio.com, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority, 95FM, and Instagram Live. Stay, stay tuned, folks. Peace. Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Paduri on Pulse 95. It sure is that time. Salam and welcome back to the halftime show. We had a few questions in on the break, which we're going to go after. Uh, question from Mohammed: Which league do you feel is the most competitive league in football? Um, England, Italy, France, Spain or Germany? Okay, right. Cool. Let's try and jump into that. So, <clears throat> with England, obviously, the, the gap is massive. So... There's about 20 points, uh, 25 points actually difference. Liverpool are on 76 and City are on 51. So I'd say that's pretty much over. Juventus and Lazio and Inter seems interesting. Juventus at the moment now, 57 points, Lazio 56. Juve under Sari hasn't been convincing, but they're still top of the league. Will it be a disappointment if they don't win the league? Absolutely. Will Antonio Conte surprise both teams and advance ahead of them? PSG, Marseille, that's pretty much a, a write-off. PSG obviously dominating France for years. Um, yes, there's been the odd occasion where there's been a couple of surprises, but PSG on another level and have their eyes focused on um, the French League, Ligue 1. And you've got Madrid and Barcelona, 53-52. That looks like it's going to be right down to the wire, obviously with the players that are injured and also um, the resurgence of the young kids and what role they will play. Yes, you have your obvious Messi's and Rakitic's and... Uh, and even uh, Ansu Fati coming up and Antonio Antonio Griezmann. But I, I really want to see how the young ones do, including Fati especially. Uh, Bayern Munich and Leipzig. For me, I think the German league looks very, very interesting um, at the moment. Leipzig have been top for a lot of the time. Bayern have just just pipped it at the moment to from 46 to 45 points. Um, that's something that I definitely think is going to be very, very interesting. Because after that, what happens is Dortmund, you know having brought in Haaland yesterday in their incredible victory over PSG that looks very interesting so I think the German league for me is probably the most competitive I'd say this season because definitely is no competition in the, in the English league um, I would say yes from, from the question you set the German league for me is the one to watch out for obviously the Champions League is very very interesting as well but that's not a league that's more now coming into the group stages um, questions on reset okay um, where can I get reset from Right, so you can get Reset from Amazon, Jamalun, Barnes & Noble, iBookstore, and Kindle. It's available at the moment now internationally, so it takes a couple of days normally to get to you, so let me know what you think and tag us, yeah, for sure. Um, what's coming up next? I've got a couple of very cool guests. I've got Matt Marnie coming up on Saturday, who is um, 
a specialist when it comes down to education, health, fitness, breathing, good stress, bad stress. Very, very cool. He will be on the halftime show um, this weekend on Saturday, 3 to 4. Make sure you tune into that. And make sure, guys, you do catch us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. If you do miss the shows, we've got some incredible content with some really, really cool guests on there. Um, some, some you may know, some you may not, but equally, equally very interesting. We talk about mental health, gut health the way the brain impacts the body. We've had guests like John Terry, David Caldwell, um, Jim Quick. Wow, we've had some some very cool guests you know, on there. So make sure you do come on and check it out with us. And also, show some love on Instagram and tag us if you can. Um, and we will be in touch with you guys, obviously, every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, um, 3 to 4, UAE time, uh, UK time, 11, for those that are regulars. And I have to give a shout-out to all my regulars in the UK. You've got Tarek, you've got Dodi, you've got Sam, you've got Ala. All these guys are always entertaining me. Um, when it comes down to uh, the Instagram live and everything. So thank you very much. And our very own Big Hass um, is in the building. And I'd say that because he's on the Instagram live at Omar Duri. Showing love as always, man. What a guy. Love that guy. Um, so yeah, so regarding your questions and everything on the on the book that will be launching this Saturday, um, and you can already catch it online, but it will be available to everyone on all platforms. So make sure you tune into that. We are coming up to full time on the halftime show. Hope you've enjoyed the show as much as I have. Thank you so much for being real and showing all the love you can. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, I know for a fact there'll be a lot more to talk about with Matt Marnie this weekend. So make sure you uh, you tune into that show, 3 to 4 UAE time. And we are coming up to the full time. So have a great day, guys. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3 p.m.